You are now listening to an Average Joe Media production. I guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Welcome to another episode of Baby Daddy Chronicles. This is Troy Jackson, man, your future favorite baby daddy. I am, it is he, I am we. It is your future favorite baby daddy. And today, I got one of the, one of the most solid fathers I know. My man, Rich, how you doing today, my guy? Ah, right, man, I can't complain. I'm all right. How about yourself, man? Hey, man, listen, you know, we just getting off of work. Coming another, here. Another day. Another day, knocking this shit out, man. Um... Before we get started, man, how's your mental health? I'm I'm good. I don't know what everybody else got going on, but I've been uh I've been okay. Okay. All right. Your my, my mental health is solid, you know, trying to figure out what this what this job gonna do. But you know, outside of that, I'm Yeah, yeah, they've been uh I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all you can say. Yeah, they've been acting crazy on the job. Definitely, bro. I'm like, you know, that nigga need to make a decision. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like everything they do is slow, but you know, hella slow. You know how bro. They go. Hella slow. How's the family doing? Ah, man, they doing good. Everybody's enjoying it down here. My daughter finally uh, eased out a little bit. She done chilled for the moment because uh, she was it was hitting her hard. She the oldest mm-hmm. friend and stuff, so she the one that left her friends behind. And was she sixteen? She thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. See, at least with me, when I moved down here, I had just graduated high school. So I was leaving all my friends behind, but I was about to go to college anyway. Yeah, so you know, so it wasn't no real, yeah, it wasn't no real difference. Exactly going on, but yeah, her, she was just starting to, it was just starting to go out and stuff like that, go to the parks, mm-hmm. and do stuff together. So you know, that was rough on her, but everybody else was cool. Everybody and they, everybody's cool. enjoying the move. Yeah, all right, most stuff. That's good. That's good. Uh, so today's topic, right? I remember we talked about this a lot in the car. Um, in regards to. How fathers set the standard when it comes to their daughters. Yes, I will say that. We set the standard for everything that goes on with young ladies that grow up to become women. Mm. And to my to my knowledge, because I know we be in the car. Your daughter answer, your daughter call, always answer. Your son call. You be ignoring that motherfucker left and right. That's because I know my, my son don't really want nothing. He he just, Dad, I want you to look at this game. Something that we didn't already did already, but he's showing me. My daughter actually, when she calls, she either, she needs something. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, like I said, she, she's the oldest. She's normally uh, responsible for the other two. Okay. So when you walk me through, like, when you first had it, when you first born, how did you, how did your mindset change? At first, it didn't. I'll be honest with you. It, 
didn't. It was a lot of, uh, I guess, still selfish rich. Like, it took, so let's say this. Me and my my wife at the time, we were going through, like, a rough patch. Mm-hmm. And when Leah was born, it got worse. And then I wasn't actually, I wasn't actually around for maybe the first two years of her life like mm. that. And then I can see the impact that it had on her, me not being there versus me being there. Mm-hmm. And what impact did it have on her? It was negative. It was all negative. She was acting out, behavioral changes, looking for dad always. Mm-hmm. Trust me, man. Me and my daughter had fun. Like, we had fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I will say this. As... A man with a daughter first had my first born as a daughter. They look to you. The daughters look to the men more when they're younger, and the boys tend to look to the mom more when they're younger. So mm. definitely being absent is definitely life-changing for them, mm-hmm. especially if you were there at one point in time and then left. It makes the most impact. So how did y'all, how was you able to build that bond back? Or was it rough or like how did it, since she was still young, like how, how did nah, that process she was go? still young. She was welcoming daddy back with open arms. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she mm-hmm. just was happy for me to be around again. That's mm-hmm. all that was. And then, like I said, me and my wife was going through things at the time or whatever. And then when we got back together, it got better. Okay. Let's touch on this. Right. Why do you feel like, because I definitely know like they set the standard. I know I've dealt with some. Daddy's girls to where like they didn't gave they did they they do everything for their daughter everything for their daughter then they be like oh you got to get my nails done my feet done all this and all that because my dad did it and I'm just like well goddamn good date your daddy because no but all right so look so I ain't look, got it so you gotta look at it like this as a as the man you're the first man in their life mm-hmm. regardless they don't know no other men so mm-hmm. whatever you do for them they're gonna carry that on to the next man, which would be their first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it all goes down to how how you treat them. Like, my daughter's a pain in the ass. Don't get me wrong. Like, she's a pain in the ass, but I know what she needs as a woman. Like, she still wants to look nice. She wants to get her hair and stuff done. Mm-hmm. She wants... All kids want to... They want to... My wife, for instance... She stays with, like, nair, hair and nail appointments. So now my daughter, getting older, sees dad, mm-hmm. wants those things. Who's she asking? Dad. Who's going to get it? Dad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, all right, so let's, say, let's look at it like this. Let's say she was asking me for all those things, and I, was, and I just kept saying no, 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 no. Where else is she going to go now? To another male. And then she's going to ask that male for those things. Uh-huh. And men, being the men that we are, are going to try to take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? I get you. So you want to make that, yeah, set the standard for her, but she, you ain't got to make her an asshole about it either. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, a no here and there is always uh, always granted. Because, right, I always heard this, always heard this saying, if you can't do it, my daddy do it. If my daddy do it, then that means we can't talk no more. Because he going to say, if, if 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 you can't date a nigga that can't, if you can't date somebody that can do the, the simple things for you, what they deem, what they require simple, then ain't no need for us talking. 
And sometimes we just ain't got it. Like I'm more realistic <laughs> about stuff like that. Like I'm really realistic about money and bills and things like that. Coming from a person that was not like that at one point in time. Like, mm-hmm. I skip out on a bill in a heartbeat. I skip out on the bill on God. You you see what I'm saying? But, you know, now trying to be more responsible or whatever, you want to show them these are the things you need to do. You get what you you get what you want after you do what you need. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my bills and things come first. Then if I'm able to do for you, if I have it, then we can go there. I would never tell her to tell her future young boyfriend or whoever he may be, you need to get this, that, and the third done for me before we do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm unrealistic. That's that's unrealistic. Especially nowadays, keeping a roof over your head is priority number one versus looking like something. That's facts. That's big facts. Even though some people still got it in reverse, but that's big facts. Yeah, man. I mean, you. I don't understand how you can... All right, I'm about to go out here and look like a thousand dollars, but I ain't got nowhere to lay it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It looking like a thousand dollars, but my kids looking a mess. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bro. That don't that don't really add up, man. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, when I actually started having kids, is when I actually stopped really buying clothes and stuff for myself. Mm. Like, I, I, they'll get more clothes than not. In in one year's time, I might buy myself maybe four to five outfits. Mm-hmm. Whereas they get in an outfit every freaking holiday, mm-hmm. season, summer, whatever, mm-hmm. change, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, your priorities shift. Like, nothing will stay the same. Like, from, from, all right, this is what I can say. From being just a regular dad to actually being a father, the transition is crazy. Explain. What's the difference between a dad and a father? When I feel like when you say dad, let's break it down like this. A dad has children, but he's still number one. A father has children, and those children are are number one. Mm. So a dad is going to put himself first. Yeah, he's still, I'm not going to say he's not going to do for his kids, but He's gonna put himself first, mm-hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna be secondary mm-hmm. to whatever he got going on. Let's say uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy myself some clothes first, and then when I got it next, y'all gonna get it. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if they got if they got a bill that need to be paid, I'm gonna take care of me first, and then whatever I got, I'll put on that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's certain situations grant certain scenarios, but you know, ultimately. I put my kids first before anything I do. When did that when did that switch from being a dad to a father for you? I'm gonna be honest with you. I wanna say it didn't really kick in, kick in until I had my son. Little Rich? Yeah. Okay. It went it didn't kick in like I was getting the transition was there, but once she got pregnant with little Rich is when I started to really get on my try to get on my A game. Mm-hmm. And try to be a provider and stuff like that. Because at that, now, now, all right, so now we had Leah. Leah's already four to five. And now she's pregnant. My wife is pregnant now. Mm-hmm. And she was having so many complications with the pregnancy that she was not able to work. 
So at that point in time, it was either I'm going to step up or we all going to sink. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, and I chose to step up. And okay, that's, that's where we at with it, bro. That's where we right. That's real, man. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit up here and sugarcoat it and say that that shit come. Like a lot of people think, like, all right, you have a baby, and then all of a sudden the instincts just kick in. Hell no, mm. yeah, that shit's still learned. Mm. That shit is still learned, bro. You still need to go through things and and understand what's going on. And a lot and a lot of times I feel like like right now. Mom and them just say it all the, all the time. Babies is having babies. Mm, that's a fact. That's a big fact. Babies is having babies, and they don't know how to. Like you can, you barely these the young girls nowadays is barely caring for themselves, and yet they ready to have another baby to care for. Mm-hmm. Like, you still want to go out and run around? All that shit stops. That shit stop. It don't. St- all right. So look, bro. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. And I'm gonna explain this shit too. Your parenthood don't start when they actually a baby. That shit starts when they like two years old and they actually knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like they're actively looking for you now. And I said this to you before. That first year is what I call the vegetable stage. <laughs> Literally, bro, they not doing nothing but sleeping, eating, and taking a shit. And if they crying, it's either because they want to eat or they want to go to sleep or they want or they probably took a shit. Mm-hmm. That's it, bro. Like it's not until they actually get mobile when them legs start moving. That's when it's over. <laughs> when them legs start moving, bro, and they actually can move around and get up and do shit. That's when it's really over, bro. That's when it's. That's when it's really. Time to step up because now they into everything. Now you really have to be more alert, attentive because bookshelf right here. Mm-hmm. Gonna try to pull it, not trying to pull it over, but they gonna stand. They gonna try to stand, stand up on it. On it. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? And then shit like that fall. Mm-hmm. That's when child locks and shit come into place. That's, yeah, bro. That's man. wild. Yeah, man. Yeah, like them being a baby. The baby's the baby part is the easiest part. Of having a child. So what's the hardest part? Now. 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 Like, so is it like an age group or? Shit, anytime after they start asking. <laughs> anytime after when they start asking for shit that costs money. And I ain't talking about no candy. When they start getting older, now it's like, I remember going from freaking bags of chips to fucking hair and nails getting done. And PlayStation 4s and 5s and Xboxes and stuff. That's when they get real. Mm-hmm. I mean, people be like, oh, I'm having a problem getting diapers. You can get diapers anywhere, I'm trying to tell you. Just fall out the sky for real, for real. Like, bro, I've never had a problem. I can only, probably when we had Leah was probably the only time that we had, like, a crazy time getting diapers. And that was just because we was doing it wrong. Like, I think I told you before, Mm -hmm. bro. Her last diaper. <laughs> Go ahead and tell the story. <laughs> Potty training for Leah came on the came on the strength of, hey mommy, we don't have no more money for diapers. This your last diaper. She looked at me and was like, okay. <laughs> oh, was she? She was like two, dude. Like like one going on two, dude. And I'm like, mommy, I don't have no more money for diapers. Like it's over. Like we that brute. She was like, okay. And then after that, that's that's how potty training started. Mm. How long did it take her to get potty trained? Believe it or not, bro, she only I, I can only I can count on one hand how many times she peed in the bed versus my son. Mm. Like it was it was only like a handful of times, bro. She was really good with it. Like once she knew what the feeling was, mm-hmm. she was able to she could slide, she can go. Okay. I did have a crazy time 
<laughs> so I was working overnight at Walmart. Mm-hmm. I was working overnight at Walmart, and I remember uh, now this is the potty training phase. She had took a poop in the pot, and I'm like, all right, I'm tired because I was working overnight. So I set her up. I put on Dora the Explorer. I gave her her snacks and stuff. I'm like, Mommy, Daddy going to take a two-hour nap, and then I'm going to get up, and then I'm going to clean you up, and then we're going to go get your mom. Mind you, she took a shit in the pot, mm-hmm. and I, clo- I closed the lid, though. But while I'm asleep, I'm smelling poop. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is that smell? So I wake up. It's poop all over the walls. It's in her hair. Oh my god, bro! That shit is on my fucking forehead. <laughs> oh I'm no, piss, bro! I'm pissed. That's the first time I ever got mad at her, and she was like, oh. <laughs> her face was visibly like, oh, oh shit! <laughs> I had to throw her in the tub. Like I said, bro, like that shit was all over the walls. Bro. So let me ask you a question. So when they're potty training, they poop like their 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 potty toilet doesn't flush. Mm-mm. Oh, you gotta pick that shit up. You gotta no. It's a little uh, where they where they poop or pee at. That mm-hmm. little thing it disconnects from it, and then you just dump it out into the toilet. Oh, okay, okay, I mean, okay. But it okay. don't flush on its own. Got gotcha, I mean, gotcha. they got some Jones like that, but we ain't had that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just put a little water in there, and then when she go, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so it don't get stuck to the bottom because that shit whip. <laughs> boy, oh boy, <laughs> that's another task in itself, bro. That's another task in itself. Mm. So what? Type of man would you want your daughter to date, and when can she start dating? Never. <laughs> but, uh, you know, nah, man. I, I mean, I'm not like like I said, man. I'm I'm realistic. Like I know little boys is gonna come around, but I'm definitely gonna be uh, the judge of that. And do I have a type for her? Not really. Whatever she likes, as long as it as long as they treat her right. Like I don't have. I'm not. Like I said, bro, I'm real realistic, and I'm real realistic about people. And if there's a young a young man that she's interested in or he's interested in her, it's going to show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, And as a man, I know what to look for when when a little boy comes around my daughter. Like, I know I know what the signs and symptoms is. Trust me, I was. What are the signs and symptoms? Listen, bro, he's going to treat he going to treat her like she need to be treated. It ain't going to be no. I'm of course I'm not going to. Say I'm a stand up here and expect him to hold every door for her mm-hmm. things like that. You mean I I don't even I don't even do that all the time. You know what I'm saying? I I mean I do every once in a while for my wife or whatever, whatever. But I'm not I'm not expecting him to go crazy. I want him to be a good dude, respectable. You know what I'm saying not out here running the streets, doing nothing dumb with his life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of young boys out here with no guidance, man. No guidance. I feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that. And, and I I claim that. To the parents, a lot of it, be it whether they're young or just it might have just been their young upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they're not treating the children like children. They're treating the children like adults. Mm, that's that's big facts. That's big facts. You know what I'm saying so. Children's are they only act how you treat them. That's that's that yeah. is that is big facts. Um, how important is the your relationship with your wife? Like, in regards to how your children see that. Because children do what they see. And, all right. So, let me say this. My relationship with my wife has gotten a lot better, especially in front of the kids. I'm not going to say we're we not we one of them parents that be 
we not going we don't argue in front of them. It happens. It happens. They've seen it. Like my daughter has seen the worst of the worst, bro. Like she has been through the storms of life. My sons not so much. Mm-hmm. They just see the more everything's okay side. You know what I'm saying? My daughter was there when we was in there UFC fighting and me dunking her ass on the bed and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> nah man, I'm yo, shit get real, man. Like this is what I be wanting to say to people, man. Like when you at when you get into a relationship, man, it's not just uh it's not just a word. It's you learning the other person and taking time to learn the other person triggers and things like that. And that shit don't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. That's not something that you're just going to walk into and all of a sudden like, Oh, I know what you need. Oh, I know what you want. Nah, bro. All mm-hmm. that shit is trained behavior or whatever, bro. Like I was running the streets crazy at one point in time. Like, and it was, it gotta be in you as a man to want to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted, I didn't want another man raising my daughter. Mm. I'm saying, I don't, Mm. I didn't, that didn't feel comfortable with me. Like, I, like, I I will say this, like, I have three kids and they're all by the same woman. And I remember saying to myself as a teenager that one day, whenever I do have a child, that woman is is the one I'm gonna be with for the rest of my life. That was and that was mm-hmm. I stood by that. And even though we had some rough some rough patches, it was always gonna be her. Mm. You know what I mean, it was always gonna be her. I, I, as somebody who don't have kids, I would like for that to happen. I think I had a couple pregnancy scares, and the one chick who I thought got pregnant, I was like, Lord. Just get me out of this, cause I I don't want to have two baby mamas, and I definitely don't want to get her pregnant. Yo, that's and that two baby mama stuff is that. My one buddy, we the same age. This nigga got eight kids, all of them by different women. Mm, he I got eight different got eight kids. baby. No, I know he has four different baby mamas. Still a lot. You know what I'm saying, and the shit that he go through, I never wanted to go. Like one is his original, not his original baby mom, but the one after the first mm-hmm. one was a pain in my ass. <laughs> I couldn't stand, but I I always felt like uh, her intentions were bad, and he just ain't see it like that. He just ain't see it like that. Mm-hmm. Like oh no, she cool and this and the third. I'm like bro, when she t- <laughs> listen, bro, listen, listen, listen. he. This is when I was done with her. This is when I was done with her. And that wasn't even my girl. I was done with this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even my girl, and I was done with this bitch. So my man working, and I think his rent at the time was like five fifty or $600 or something like that. He working. She's home because she's pregnant. He going out, busting his ass, working two jobs. Got the money up. Gave her the money and said, I need you. Go down to the corner store. Get the get get a check. And bring it back to the house so I can give it to the landlord. You get home. Bitch ain't got no check mm. or no money. Mm. 
talking about this African guy said that if she gave him six hundred dollars, he was gonna come back and give her twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> I said, this is the dumbest. I said, I had to stop him right there. I'm like, bro, this nigga ain't had $600 to begin with. How the fuck he was going to give her $1,200 back? Mm. I was done with her then. I said, bro, kick this bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where that, and that's where that one went. And, and then I, like I said, I ain't, and he stayed with her and had another kid. I'm like, bro. You didn't learn after the first one? Mm. Listen, bro. At all. Ain't learned after bro. the first one at all. Not at all, bro. Your relationship with your daughter now, like, have y'all had, like, the sex talk or any uncomfortable conversations yet? Me and her? No. She's had that type of conversation with my wife, though, already. Mm-hmm. Um not because she was thinking about doing it or anything like that, but because her friends were talking about it. Yeah, like nowadays, man, these kids be having sex at like 12. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, damn, you guys have a sex talk at 13? That's wild as fuck. Yeah, it don't even make no sense, bro. I, I wouldn't want her to, she, I mean, her mind's not in that mm-hmm. that space. So, like, I would hope that she would come to me when she's thinking about that. Do you think you've created a, enough of a safe space for her to come to you? Yes. Okay. I feel like I have. Don't get me wrong, bro. Like, I'm approachable. Some things she know that... Uh, how do I want to put it? I'm approachable in every aspect. Some things I feel more strongly about than others. Mm-hmm. Some things I can... All right, I can give a little more leniency to, like... But, like... um I'm more willing to let her go out with her friends right now than my wife is. Mm, okay. And that's because I feel like, because I've known girls that have been, like, shut in, mm-hmm. can't, couldn't do anything or whatever, and now when they finally got out there, now they just... They wild. They yeah. doing everything because yeah, they, they, they couldn't do it when they, when they wanted to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, like, I knew a chick that uh, I went to high school with, and her pop was, like, real strict. And then when we went to college... She was pregnant the first month. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, the first month she got pregnant. I remember I remember seeing her crying and all this, but I'm like, but she was wilding out. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the, day, from the day we got there, you know what I'm saying? So it was only bound to happen. So let's touch on that real quick. Let's say your daughter go off to college, right? Freshman year, get pregnant. What happens? What's your mindset? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be in that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm gonna be upset, of course. I'm gonna be upset, of course. But uh, shit, it's time to grow up. Mm-hmm. It's time to grow up. Like at that point, like you made a decision, and now you gotta live with that decision, especially with all the laws going on nowadays. Like, no, definitely, like you can't. Like it's it's crazy out here. So yeah, but I, I mean, I would. I wouldn't expect something like that to happen, like, mm-hmm. given because I know my daughter. But could I put it past, could I say it, it couldn't happen? No. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my pop ain't never really had no sex talk with me. Only thing he ever said was, don't come home with no kids. That's what my parents say to this day. My parents be like, I be out. My parents be like, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I'm like, dog, as I get older, right? 
I would like to wait till I get married. That is my goal. But as I get older, I'm like, yo, I'm not getting any younger. I got a buddy that we talk about this. They, all right, so let me put it like this. In my circle, I'm the only one with kids. In my friend circle, right, with my, my close friends here, I'm, like, the only one without kids. And that's how it is for my man. Like, I, like he's the only one without kids and mm-hmm. the people that he talked to. But in the people I talk to, I'm the only one with kids. So I'm able to see that shit from both sides of the field. And I'm like, bro, like, you don't have no kids. There's nothing to hold you back. Listen, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. You can get up and go to the store, and that shit will take you 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. When you got kids, you can't just get up and go to the store because now everybody want to go, but nobody has anything to fuck on, and nobody knows where anything is at. Mm-hmm. So I remember my mom used to be like, yo, you, y'all, y'all be slowing me down. Like, I can, I can go there and come back in <laughs> a time it's going to take y'all to get y'all something mm-hmm. together. And that's for real, bro. That's no on God, bro. That's on God. You can't. Uh, you can't move freely as much. I, I get it. Nah, I mean, and don't get me wrong, bro. It, it's not always a bad thing. Like, I like taking my I like taking my kids because I got somebody to talk to when I'm when I'm in the store. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're like you're not just walking around arbitrarily now. Like I mean, even though you everybody in there for something. Mm-hmm. Like me and my daughter being there cracking up and me at everything. Like it'd be funny. Funny stuff, bro. Funny stuff. I just be like, I'm about to be thirty three in a couple months. Save them knees, nigga. And I'm just already like going up three flights of stairs. I'd be like, shit. So I just be like, I don't wanna sit there and before you're 35, then exactly. <laughs> you gotta think, listen, bro, you gotta think about it like this, bro. In 18 years, what your age is gonna be like is gonna determine your knee strength. <laughs> they gonna be doing everything under the sun at that point. Yeah, you trying to run around, there you trying to play football, there you trying to. Knees gonna be gone. I ain't got t- bro. <laughs> Yo, I talk about old heads with bad knees so much. I'm praying my shit stay healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I pray my shit stay healthy for real, bro. Oh my god, bro! Man. I just be up, just be sitting there going like, so. I want to say late last year, I had um, me and my big mom. That's what I call her. Mm-hmm. I had a, going to have a baby, type of pregnancy, everything, and ever since then, it's just like, yo, I don't want to be like 35 with. No kids. Like, and then also my parents are getting older. My mom about to retire in a few months. And I'm like, I didn't get to have that type of relationship with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. My favorite grandparent died when I was four. The other ones, I just wasn't necessarily really close to like that. So uh, I can understand that. So I want to make sure that my kids get to have that relationship with my parents before they move on to the other side. And with them and they're about to be in their mid-60s, you never know, especially when you can be healthy, but especially with black people, we 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 don't really make it past like 75. I'm about to say this to you, bro. Because exactly how you thinking is exactly what I was thinking back then, but the family aspect is like, it's not like it was when we was young. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Like my mom and them, they love my kids or whatever, but they don't be seeing them like that. Like mm. I, not like how I used to be at my grandmom's house. Like mm-hmm. We used to be over there. I'm talking about every day. Mm-hmm. 
every day. Yeah, families were a lot more closer back in the day. I'm saying. And every also because people didn't really move far from home. So therefore it would be like, okay, you at work, your kids get off school, go to your grandma's house. So the bus would take them right to the grandma's house. Now it's like, and that's another thing, like they know I want to move, but I would rather have a kid and then move after they spend some time with them as opposed to we got to travel back and forth. Like I know with my cousin, um, he has two kids. And so my uncle and them decided to move down here so they could be closer to the grandkids because you, 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 you don't get to spend that. You don't get to spend that quality time like that. I know my parents be like, yeah, I want you to wait till you marry him. But I'm like, bro, I'm not about to be, I'm not about to be 40 having no jit. I was about to say, and then the, the quality of the women nowadays ain't, uh, ain't where it's at, bro. I'm, I'm trying, like, you either want, you either going to go for looks or you going to go for can she clean or, listen, bro, this is what everybody need to understand. This woman, this woman that you pick is the woman that's going to change That's going to take care of your child and shape the mind that they have. Facts. So if you with a woman and you know she got a whole bunch of stuff that you don't like, don't have a child with her because all she's mm-hmm. going to do is pass those those same tendencies on to the child. It's- and the child going, and he don't, they don't know no better. This is what amazes me. Children are blank when they come out. And by blank, I mean... They only know what you tell them, feed them, or put into them. So if you don't want them to know something, don't teach it to them. Mm-hmm. Point blank. It's like when they come out, you it's literally like a blank sheet of paper, dude. It's like, literally like a blank canvas, and every time you teach them, you, you, you paint just a little corner. Yep, and then, and then as they get older, once they start hitting one and two, now they start filling in the blanks on their own. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to fill in the blanks on their own because – whatever they fill in the blank in with is going to be automatically labeled as right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it's hard to break those tendencies or habits that they formed. Yeah. Like that's why like the chick I told you I, who I thought I got pregnant. I was praying because the Lord knows I was like, that's when I, that's when I was like, okay, I got to start being more careful who I have sex with because I ain't think I, I think I, I was the, that was the, the biggest scare of my life. And boy, I'd have been pissed because our values don't line up. Like, she believed that, you know, the man take care of everything. And she lay down, always on her back and take care of the kids. But she also believed if you having sex in my house, you got you, you, you to pay some type of bill. I don't necessarily believe in that because I believe sex is a fair exchange. Now, if I want to help you, I can. But I don't have yeah. to help you. Yeah, I'm not your man. Exactly. And, like, I ain't want that passed down to my children, none of that. And I'm just like, nope, mm-mm. And then, nope, mm-mm. I was so in. When she told me she wasn't pregnant, I was like, Lord, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I promised him. I was like, Lord, you get me out of this, I will not have sex with her again. And I kept my word. Because Lord knows I would be, she'd be trying to this day. Because we made a pact, like. Guarantee you, bro, if you'd have went back on that, she'd have got pregnant. And I'd have been pissed. Hella pissed, <laughs> hella pissed, bro. bro. I would have been hella pissed. I remember that was the girl. She's the girl I was from Virginia. So we made a pact when I was like twenty two, like, oh, if we're not married by our thirties. We'll have a baby together. And I'm just like, ain't no, we'll get married. Ain't no way on this green earth now, because I wow. see how you operate, and I just, I just can't. Like, I just, I want my woman to be self sufficient, but also like, you know, we come together as a team and take care of shit. I don't want it to where. I'm doing everything. You keep your money in. 
then I'm down and you ain't, mm, I can't be teaching that to my kids. Listen, bro, automatic, that's, you, <laughs> what you just said automatically comes by default, bro. No matter what y'all start off doing. Like, my woman is independent but has grown to depend on me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? If you're doing what you, if you're doing what you're supposed to do or doing like how I feel like, I, I guess a man should be doing, which is taking care of stuff. Shit gonna fall on you regardless whether you want it to or not, man. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't want it to fall on me. I'm saying not from, like that. I, I yeah, know, I, yeah. I get. I get exactly like not fall on you per se, but I'm gonna put it like this, bro. It's a one way street, mm. and it's the women's side of the street. <laughs> That's it. It's a one way street. No matter how you look at it, bro, y'all. Like, cause me and my wife pay bills together, but ultimately, like, when it come down to all right, so look, let me let me put it like this. Let me put it like this. Cause I see a lot of stuff like when I be like looking at social media and stuff like that, people be frowning on like fifty fifty mm-hmm. whatever it is. But I'm like, if he don't got it like that and you don't got it like that, we not gonna get no damn weird. Exactly. You expecting him to pay everything and he don't have enough to pay everything. Mm-hmm. Now y'all struggling, but yeah, you keeping your money to do whatever, Ever. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, y'all not going, y'all not going to never get ahead like that. Now, there are certain things that go on, like, within my household, like, rent, water, and electric. I make myself responsible for it. Okay. My wife buys all the kids' clothes. My wife takes care of the car and insurance payment. And in turn, we go half on food. Mm. I'm saying so like that's a solid that's that's a, that's a solid plan. I'm saying like so we we all got our stuff like when it comes Christmas time unless she need extra help she buys all the all the kids stuff mm-hmm. right now and then I'll take care of our bills and then if I get out it I'll squeeze her stuff in there too. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying like but for the most part we got it we got it structured like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it works, and sometimes it don't, bro. Like, I'm not going to say some. sometimes money be funny, sometimes money be, <laughs> money be overflowing, bro. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's it, it's just enough to keep us going, bro. Like, you, unless you just out here a millionaire status, bro, ain't nobody doing it by himself. I don't care what nobody say, bro. I don't care what nobody say. Mm. Ain't nobody doing that shit by himself. That shit real in the field. Mm. Let's wrap it up. I got a couple questions, and then we're going to wrap it up. Uh, dad draft, right? Round one through seven, where would you fall and why? Right now? Mm-hmm. Right now, I'll probably be I'll probably be number one. Right now. Round one, pick one? Round one, pick one okay. right now. Now, when I started, I might have been a fifth, sixth <laughs> round pick. Let's, let's put it that way. I, I definitely rose my stock. I know what it takes to to at least make my woman happy. And make her feel safe, mm-hmm. and I know what it takes to to keep my kids in line without having to be in there busting everybody ass five every five seconds. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like everything don't warrant an ass whooping. Some things do, most things don't. Now, if it's a repeated behavior, whoop that ass. <laughs> I'm saying my, now, now, now that's the, believe it or not, brother. Beatings are a crazy topic in my house, bro. Really? That is a crazy topic in my house. Why? My wife feels as though now we should be 
with everything going on, mental health issues and this, then, that there, everything should be talked about beforehand. And I feel like after the second time, I've done enough talking mm-hmm. time to whip that. Listen, I was telling my son the other day, I said, buddy, you got it a lot easier than I did because <laughs> I was getting my ass whipped every day. <laughs> if I was doing something, I was getting my ass whipped, bro. Like, all the shit that you get away with that I let you, bro, I was getting stomped out. Like, that shit was borderline abuse back in the day, yo. <laughs> we used to get our ass beat. And I'm like, bro, you don't know nothing. Y'all have never felt a belt hit the back of that ass yet. Like, you have yet to feel a belt hit the back of that ass. Yeah, I done slapped you up in this joint, but you ain't never. You don't know what it feel like to get a welt and you can't sit down. Mm. Bruh. <laughs> I, they don't know what it feel like for that, bruh. Like real ass whoopings. Second question. Struggle of the week. If you had to pick a struggle that happened in your household, how you handled it, Versus the right way you should have handled it. Food is a struggle every day, <laughs> every week. <And> that, my <laughs> Listen, bro. Like uh, I'm gonna be honest, man. My mom used to say this: "Kids that eat you out of house at home, and that shit ain't no lie, bro. Mm. They get bored and eat. Wake up, <laughs> eat, eat, and eat. Like <laughs> sleep." And, and eat, bro. <laughs> like, listen, my son had yesterday. He comes in when I get home. Dad, can you make me a pizza? I make him a pizza. Boom. They destroy it. 30 seconds. Five minutes later. I'm not even going to say five minutes later. It probably was like 15 minutes. Dad, can I get some cereal? All right, you get one bowl. Gave him the one bowl. 20 minutes later after that. <laughs> Yeah, can I get some popcorn? Nah, bro, because now you just, <laughs> it's like they eat out of boredom. Mm-hmm. It's not even that they, food is the biggest struggle because it seems like I can't keep enough food in the house. Like, if I go shopping, they're going to eat that shit. And, like, it got to the point where I would buy situational stuff, like enough food that I know they can fuck up for this amount of days. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, so look. Food got a shelf life in the house when it comes to kids. And uh, and by that, I mean not no expiration. Not no expiration. Cereal, two days. <laughs> two days, brother. That shit will last two days if you let him. I, I seen my son eat a full box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, that's, 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 that's the shit, though. And that's my junk. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm good with cereals and stuff like that. Like, if I want some cereal, I got to hide that shit. Like, I got some Frosted Flakes with marshmallows in it. Tuck, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it ain't nobody gonna see, ain't nobody gonna see the light of day. Them shits don't come out till midnight. <laughs> everybody, <did. laughs> you know what I'm saying, but you know, yeah, food is always food is always a struggle in the house. Bro. Mm. And then, um, if you what's some advice you have for fathers? I got one. I got I got some good advice and. As a man, you already known this because if you've seen your dad, if you've ever seen your dad, your dad already adheres to this. Ignore everything, brother. Ignore mm. it all. Because they will have you going crazy in there trying to figure out everybody's problem. Because as and this is the thing that me and my wife really get crossed on. 
she'll come to me with a problem, but don't want me to solve it. Mm-hmm. And as a man, that's all I know. Mm. I just want you to listen. I'm listening, and it sounds like you need to. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I don't want that. If I come to you with a problem, I'm expecting a solution. <laughs> Why are you coming to me with a problem that you don't want a solution to? Mm-hmm. That would be, that's like the biggest, one of the biggest pet peeves me and my wife go through. Like She'll come to me, this is wrong. What you want me to do about it? Nothing. I just want you to listen. Then what the fuck are you telling me? What are you telling me for? <laughs> like, it ain't no reason for you to tell me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, like, listen, all I will say is, Keep your head down, brothers. Keep your head down. It 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 seems hard, man, but it's definitely manageable. We do a lot more things in our daily lives than we give ourselves credit for, man. And uh, being a father, it's it's basically being there, man. That's all they want. They don't want nothing else but for you to be there, mm-hmm. and just you being your presence makes them happy and i will say enjoy that shit because once they get older and that teenage hit the teenage years start to hit like me and my daughter used to be closer than what we were and i swear to god like overnight from 12 to 13 that shit just be like who are you <laughs> See what i'm saying like little girls change in the blink of an eye uh-huh. in the blink of an eye man and you don't get that shit back you don't get it back Mm. Like there's things like I won't I try not to turn my kids away when they want something because when it stops it don't come back and you'll you'll miss it when it's gone. Mm-hmm. You'll definitely miss it when it's gone. So always man just pay attention to them and like I said if they want your time just give it to them. Don't get me wrong brothers, don't get me wrong. They want all of your time. <laughs> Just give them enough. <laughs> Just give them enough to make them happy, brother, because you'll go crazy trying to stretch yourself five ways. Trust, mm-hmm. me. Trust me on that. And give us a funny dad story, because I know you got plenty of them. Oh, I can tell them about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I, I've been t- I had told them about this, and it was one night I was home, and I was home, and I was drunk. My wife was at work. My wife is at work. I cleaned up the house. I lay down on the couch. I wake up to my wife standing over me. And I'm like, I'm looking around. Everything is everything. Is everything. I'm, what's going on? What's wrong? She got the craziest look. I look over her shoulder. My son running down the steps, butt-ass naked, covered head to toe in lotion, bro. I couldn't make this shit up, bro. That was one of the funniest times in my life. Like, I could. She was mad. And I couldn't hold back the laughter that was going on behind her. Like, yeah, man, like, I got to, trust me, we can have a whole segment on stories that I have about my kids. Because they always doing something crazy. Trust Mm. me, man. Trust me. (laughs) And how do you, last one, how do you view yourself as a father? Believe it or not, man, I'm still a work in progress. I I look at myself and I know I can do better. Mm-hmm. But there's certain areas of things that I don't, that I, I, I feel as though communication, I'm still trying to get better at. Like I said, I 
I talk to my daughter a lot, but I have to get better at communicating effectively with her mm. and not so much as just talking. Like, I want her to understand what it is that I'm saying to her because people will try to deceive you. They will tell you one thing and do another right in front of your eyes. And if you're not looking for it, mm-hmm. you fall for that shit. Mm-hmm. People fall for it. Hey, man, I appreciate you getting on, my guy. Yeah, man. We're going to do it again, bro. We're going to come back again. I definitely want to. This was all right. This was yeah, all right. I told you, man. Like, you know, outside of work, I'd be serious. Now, at work, I'd be a clown, but. <laughs> yeah, this is cool. I ain't going to lie. I'll definitely do this again, bro. Most deaf, man. Um. Y'all know where to find me, man. Uh, Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod on Instagram. I don't even use Twitter, so I'm not about to sit there and say I use Twitter. I'm a work in progress on that. Um, if you want to start a podcast, www.theaverageshowmedia.com. I'm going to get you right. You see how clear and pristine, clear and pristine we sound. I can get you like that as well, as you already know. This is an Average Joe Media production. For right now, every Monday and Friday, 6 a.m., until I get more more steam, then I'm going to go back to every Monday because it's Dropping twice a week shit is, as y'all can see, is rough because I got to, it, it's not a lot of dads willing to talk. It's a lot of moms willing to talk, but I don't need a lot of moms slandering their baby daddies. So, like, it's not a lot of dads willing to talk. I and that'd that be my issue. Yeah, yeah. And believe it or not, man, it's not a lot of dads out there, That's, man. Mm. It's not a lot of dads out there, or I'm not even going to say that. It's not a lot of men willing to be dads. Mm. And it, and it, Literally falls on them feeling like they chose the wrong woman. There's not a lot of dads willing to be fathers. Yes. There's a lot of dads. There's a lot of men willing to be dads, but not a little, not a lot of dads willing to be fathers. Yes. Yes. That is the correct way to say it, man. And a lot of times, man, if you look at it like this, man, from what I've been saying lately, um, the women have been making it hard for men that actually want to be fathers. Mm -hmm. And I don't, Particularly agree with that. Let's man. save it because we we gonna, we we gonna come back to this from yeah. another episode. Let's save it. Let's save it. Let's yeah, save it. All right, yeah, we can come back to that. All right. So, all right, y'all, man. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all, man. You know, I can't do none of this without y'all, man. It's your future favorite baby daddy, son, and all rich, my guy. Once again, I appreciate you coming on as always. Yes, sir. Peace. Baby Daddy Chronicles. Nobody. As a father, yes, I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy, baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Baby daddy, crazy daddy.